Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another week, welcome back to another episode and welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh I'd Cry. I hope you're all doing well. Um, I, What have you lot been up to? How has your week been? Let's reflect, it's Friday, how you're all feeling, you know. Um, I have been good, just shook. And it's going to make sense why I've been shook as I talk in the, um, more in the episode. I haven't got any questions that I'm going to read out today. I actually thought to do something a little bit different today and to give you a little bit of a testimony. And the reason why is going to make sense as I carry on talking. So it's going to be one of those shows where I just get into it. No, like... No ranting, no embarrassing if I didn't laugh, I'd cry stories. Just straight into it. The reason why I wanted to give you a little bit of a testimony is because I had a little bit of an experience. Experienced? I had a bit of an experience last Thursday. Um... I've basically been going back and forth um, on something, whether something is um, a sin or not, yeah? And I had this thought in my mind of, if I can even perceive this thought and ask if it is, then surely it must be, because if it wasn't a sin, if it was just right, then um, I wouldn't be having this quarrel within myself, this question within myself. But I convinced myself it was all kosher, it was all good, so you know. (laughs) <laughs> I did what I needed to do <laughs> um, So anyway um, As I'm going to sleep then on Thursday night I decided to Google um, How to live a godly life I don't know what possessed me to Google that But I wanted to Google that And I did And it turned my attention to I didn't actually read Whatever the article Whatever the the research or whatever the, that website was saying, I didn't read it, but I just saw Romans 12 and I was like, I'm going to go to Romans 12. And I went there 
Andy, I think he gave a verse, but I didn't, I didn't read what verse it was. So I'd started reading the whole chapter and the words in Romans 12 started like cutting me. Yeah. They started cutting. You understand me. But then I decided I, I, I had this revelation of hold on a minute. Wait a second. We are constantly going, oh, there's no manual on how to live life. There's no manual. But reading this chapter, I was like, this, this is a manual. The Bible is a manual. Romans is basically giving me a manual on how I ought to live, right? So naturally, I decided to go to Romans 13 because it was really intriguing and I carried on living, um, reading. And I read um, Romans 13. And I got to the towards the end of the chapter. Let me read to you what I read. And then I'll tell you my experience. And it says, and do this. This is 13 verse 11. And do this knowing the time that now it is high time to wake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not reverently. Reverently. Yo, 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 yo. English is not my first language. Reverently. Yeah, are you Gary? And drunkenness. Not in lewdness and lust. Not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Then I thought, what is going on? I've been having this inner tug of war. What is going on? Calm. I carried on reading. You get me? And I carried on reading and it was making sense. Everything is making sense. Then I got to Romans 14. And I got to verse 21 onwards. Yeah, let me read to you again what I read. It is good neither to eat meat, nor drink wine, nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. Hope you're catching this. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. If ever I needed confirmation, if something was sin or not, here I got it. The very fact that I was questioning it and I was doubting whatever it is, right? And I'm not going to disclose because it's none of your business. <laughs> That's between me and my God. But. The very fact that I was on shaky ground on it, questioning whether it is or it isn't, I'm not doing it in faith. And it says, happy is the guy. Happy is he who does not condemn himself over things that he approves. So, yeah, I hope you've caught all of that. Now I decide I'm going to go to sleep. I was tired anyway. I was absolutely shattered. So I dozed. I went to sleep. And then I would say this was the longest, the longest night of my life because I, I don't know if I was asleep and I don't know if I was awake. All I know is my mind was conscious, even though my body, I don't know how to describe it. Right. But I started having a 
scary, a scary experience whereby there was like a, um, it was like the second coming of Jesus, right? And I heard the trumpet. I, I kind of like, I would, I don't know. I don't know how my words are failing me, honestly, words are failing me, but it's like, there was an experience where I was like, Jesus is here. Jesus is here, right? And then before you know it, I like, I could see in my room, I could see everything that is in my room, the silhouette of things that are in my room in the dark, I could see them. Then suddenly the room kind of like, everything just goes silent and it's just me now. And I'm like, hold on a minute. Jesus has just come, why am I not in heaven? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and then I was like, does this mean I didn't make it to heaven? And my heart start racing. I was so sad. My heart starts racing and I grew so sad. I was so scared. I was so afraid. Now this is a experience that I'm having. Yeah. It felt as real as anything I can. It felt very real. Okay. So I don't know if it was a dream, but it felt very, very very extremely real so my heart's racing and suddenly it's me now going how did I not make it God was I not righteous like was I not and all I hear back or actually no what happened was I was presented with myself as if I was in a bird's eye view viewing myself doing things that were not great in the eyes of God you get me? Or actually, I'll just say, yeah, in the eyes of God, I'll say measure that against what the Bible says, the Bible teachings. They just weren't great or acceptable. Then there was Bible verses being recited back to me. Not all who say, Lord, Lord, will find themselves in there. You know what? You know what I'm saying. You get me? So now I get even more shook. You get me? I get even more shook because I'm thinking, how can I, how can I see these things? Then I was like, hold on, is this real? Is this really happening? Am I, is this really happening? Then I was like thinking to myself, no, I can get out of my bed. I'm in my room. This isn't happening. I can get out of my bed. I can turn the light on. Tomorrow is going to be this day. I started reminding myself everything that was going to happen, you know? Then I was like, get up right now. Just go to the bathroom right now, right? Go and use the toilet just to remind yourself that you are real. Everything is real. Currently, what you're experiencing isn't real. So I got up. I turned the light on, turned the hallway light on. I uh, turned my bedroom light on, then the hallway light on, then the bathroom light on because I was shook, guys. I was shook. Yeah, I'm just going to be completely frank. I was shook. Um, And then before I went in the bathroom, I was like, who am I? What's going on? My mind was fried I was just gone then I went in the bathroom and I was like I've lost it I'm crazy this is it my brain has snapped this is it I don't know where I go from here and the reason why I was having this thought is because I thought I'd basically not I thought I'd completed completed life maybe this is why I was experiencing about the second coming because before I dozed or so I thought I had read, like I said, I read um, Romans and I read the Love Your Neighbor. I read Romans 13 
And the, the, the summary, it says, um, Romans 13 from verse eight, it says, Oh, no one, anything except for, except to love one another for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. So now I'm deep in it. I am deep in what this is all saying for the commandments, um, for the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet. If there is any other commandments are all summed up in the saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not harm to and does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Then I read the next verses about it's about high time. You know, we wake up. Then I thought, hold on a minute. Hold on a second. If love is, right? If love is the fulfillment of the law and Christ is the fulfillment of the law, that means Christ is love. Then my mind went on a trip. This is before I dozed, by the way. I'm so sorry that this story is probably going to be all over the place. So I'm deep in. If Christ is love and Christ is the fulfillment of the law and love is the fulfillment of the law, it means Christ dying on the cross was out of love for us, which means everything, everything that's created was created out of love, which means the commandments are love. Which means that the ordinances, the, the, the teachings of the Bible are from love, right? Contrary, 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 <laughs> contrary, to, contrary to popular beliefs or popular teachings and popular ideologies about who God is, I started to realize that God created the angels, created the, the um, other worlds, created humans, created the heavens and the earth, was pure love. He wanted to, he loved it, and he loves us. Because now, then my mind was transported, transported to Genesis whereby he say it says that and he saw that it was good god loved it he created x and he looked around and he said i love this this is good he made another thing and he said i love this this is good he made man and he said i love this this is good you get me and then the temptation came and we fell and the salvation plan was already put in place anyway. And all knowing God, God foresaw evil existing. God did not create evil, but he foresaw it existing. Because he created everybody with free will. There's a risk huh, of creating everybody with free will. Somebody might have the thought of how come you get to be God and I don't. Iniquity. Anyway. So out of all of that, and then I started thinking about humans and what humans need. It's all in Romans, by the way, but this was just me deep in what this was actually saying about love one another. For a child to grow up with healthy attachment styles, they need loving parents or guardians. 
the need nurture love for a spouse to be the absolute best in their marriage they need love you understand me and what do humans chase constantly love we want our siblings um we love our siblings we want to be loved by our siblings we love our parents we want to be loved by our parents and there's everything that encompasses the word love there's respect there's empathy there's charity there's x there's y that's exactly what jesus did on this earth when the pharisees would follow him and they would they would chastise him about x about y and about z he didn't meet it with condemnation he didn't meet it by pointing a finger he met it by trying to explain to them through parables but he didn't rebuke them he loved them when jesus was there hung up on the cross what did he say forgive them father for they not know what they do love so i deeped all of this anyway then i went to sleep so when i woke up now and uh, oh i arose from my bed because like i said it felt like a really real experience where my brain was active like awake alert active my eyes could see the things in my room but it's like i couldn't i don't know how to describe it anyway before i start sounding crazy but then i got to the bathroom and i was like i'm crazy I've just experienced all of that. My heart's racing. I can't regulate it. I'm crazy. This is me. I've snapped. I don't know what I'm going to do from this point forward. I've basically completed life because I know the meaning of life now. It's love. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it was coming to me. I said, I know the meaning of life. And I think that is the meaning of love. life. The meaning of life is love. If every single human was to love each other, do you, do you mean to tell me there would be any hate? there'll be any evil there's just so many things that people get cancelled on and why because they didn't show love to other people it's like ah uh, anyway i realized a lot so i was like well, you know what tonga you're real everything's you haven't snapped you're not crazy you know i started reminding myself things that i do in my life but then the more i told myself things that i do in my life the more i was like so you live in a loop my brain absolutely snapped on thursday i was like you live in a loop this is a loop it's constant loop you wake up this the 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 day the sun rises in the morning but i just mean like it's day then it's the afternoon then it's night and you live in a loop then i was like oh you need to get back to sleep you've got to you know go and pick olivia up tomorrow this is actually happening on thursday and i had to go and get my daughter on friday um then I had to tell myself, you know, this is the time. Oh, mate, I was just going through it. I looked at the clock and the clock is saying like sometime like 2.30. And I was like, 2.30, okay. Well, that means you've got extra sleep because you've got work in the morning. And then I said, let me put a podcast on. Let me put a podcast on because that's probably going to help me. So I put a podcast on. Um, no, no, I'm absolutely chatting. I, I I laid my head back down and I started to now have the same kind of like experience. But this time I was being absolutely judged. Every single thing I was being judged and my heart was growing so angry. You know, I could hear almost as if it was i'm not gonna say the voice of god but the i could hear the word of god 
you understand me and I just I was getting so upset and so angry but then I got to a point where I just made peace with it because I thought to myself if this is me if I'm condemned and oh that's another thing that I kept on saying am I condemned I'm condemned I'm bro it was so mad anyway then I went I said Tonga it's okay like just like it's not a loop just look at the you look at your phone and in my head, I kept on saying things like, you've got a phone, like you've got these things. So that's how you know everything's real because you know that you've got them, <laughs> the power of a mind. So I looked at the phone and the phone is saying four o'clock in the morning, right? So I'm like, okay, calm. Let me play a podcast because that's going to help me to just like relax and set on my mind. So I put a podcast on and this podcast is speaking and speaking. And I'm like, this is not helping. It kind of like just grew dim I could hear it but it was like echoing at the in the background but in the forefront was still the judgment you know the word of God just coming to me constantly right going oh you know the 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 book says about love but do you show love to your neighbor bro I was going through it I was going through it And then from that, I was like, you know what? Maybe a podcast isn't the right thing to do. Let me play, let me play an audio book, a Christian audio book. So I put that on and I thought that it was going to absolutely help me, which it did in a way, but in a way it kind of exacerbated, you know, it made the situation a little bit worse because now the word was actually cutting, but it helped me because I was now like, you know what? I don't, I don't accept. I don't accept condemnation. I don't want to be condemned. Then I started tuning into everything again. And I was like, if I can hear aeroplanes outside and I can hear there's a bus route, right? It's usually very, very quiet. But on this day, it was loud as anything. So I was like, if I can hear that bus going, like going past, you know, every, I think it's every half an hour, I think that it goes past. And I was like, if I can hear that, then I know that I've still got time and I've still got a chance to make things right. So this is my thoughts. And then I kind of like fall back into state of feeling like I was being judged again. And by, yeah, I was feeling like I was being judged and now I'm getting so shook. But then I was like, no, 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 this is not what I accept. And I started proclaiming the Lord, the name of God. They're proclaiming the name of Jesus. And then there was this song that started. I started to sing in my heart and in my mind. And I don't remember it. I don't remember it whatsoever. And I remember just reciting so many things in my mind, just going, no, no, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. And I don't know how. I do not know how and I don't know what the time was when I actually finally fell asleep. I had gone to the bathroom more than once, by the way. So I've shortened the story a little bit, but I had gone to the bathroom more than once. I felt like I was absolutely going crazy. Everything I experienced, I thought my brain had snapped everything I had read the the word of God from the Bible was screaming at me it was jumping at me it became the absolute literal living word of God because I believed in everything that it was saying you get me I believed in the teachings that it was saying you know 
I believed in everything that it was saying. I read, um, I read, what's it called? I read from Romans 12 and I read all the way to Romans 15. And I thought, wow, this is the truth. This is the absolute truth. There is no other truth but this. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Okay? Let me read you um let me read you Romans 12 and a bit, another bit, another part of Romans 12 that got me. This is verse 3. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Wow. For as we have many members in one body, that's your organs, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Our call, our purpose is a life of servitude for each other. God doesn't view, Jesus doesn't view me more important than somebody else who I could condemn because of their sins. That's a, that's a big mistake. That's a, that's a massive oversight. You understand me? We live in such a world and such a society that we have absolutely dictated and decided who's who. We've created classes. <laughs> We've actually upper class, middle class, working class. No, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what is that about? We've created this massive divide, a massive separation. But the Bible is saying, don't think yourself highly than the other. Don't do that. Love one another. Treat each other the same. Treat each other with respect. Treat each other with love. Treat each other with compassion. Don't judge people for what they do and what they don't do. Everybody has their own master. Everybody has their own Achilles heel. You know what I mean? Everybody has got their thing. But God makes them stand. Not you humans. I feel like what we do is we just beat people down. So anyway, these words are screaming at me. They're jumping off the page and I'm having this experience. I don't know how I can describe it besides maybe a supernatural experience, right? 
And it's interesting because when I was younger, I've had such experiences before. And the episode, I had an episode recorded with my mom and she actually covered some of this. And, you know, it's just unfortunate that the sound quality twice now has been terrible when I've um, recorded with my mom. I don't think the devil is happy for those episodes to get out. But when I was younger, um, I was asleep one time. It was, it was, um, I got really, I would say I started feeling cold and ill. Um, and the, we call it mbaula. It's like um, a coal burner, like a heater. I don't know. It's, I don't know. You've got them in England. There, there are some in England, like those fireplaces but they're like standalone they're not connected to the wall anyway my mum my, my put that on for me um but I decided that no I'm just gonna go to sleep because my sister was already in bed asleep I think she wasn't feeling very well but I had just suddenly started feeling cold and unwell um and this is in the afternoon yeah scorching sun out heat and it's hot but I'm freezing heating on heating on and I went to sleep right and while I'm sleeping I'm having this dream that it's raining on me it's raining so heavily on me and I wake up and I look and it's raining on me physically raining on me so I thought so it seemed but I could feel it I could see it and I could 100% experience it and I started screaming fuller Vula, which means rain, rain, right? And my mom recalls being in the house and coming to me straight away. But I remember this as if it was yesterday. So there's a point of dispute with my mom. I remember her leaving. She was going to, I think she was going to church or something. She had a mate and that they were actually walking away from the house. And I remember running outside, just screaming and shouting after her. I don't remember my mom coming to me in the house. I remember actually running and it still being raining on me. I was still experiencing this. I wasn't just screaming and crying about it in bed from what I recall. Because I remember going outside. I remember the heat hitting me. I remember the 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 day how it looked. And yeah, I remember it. And I remember my mom looking at me quite confused and her friends looking at me quite distressed but I was just looking for my mother you get me how did I know where to go because I knew what my mom's plans were she had said what her plans were you get me so I knew where to find her regardless regardless if I didn't find her near the gate of her like um, the entrance of her leaving I would have found out the place where she said she was going but I knew that I was gonna go and find my mother anyway so from when I found my mom think she consoled me and then from that point I don't remember anything else until after the fact she said oh yeah we inquired you know we she she when I spoke to my mom she said she took me to the doctor they had me checked out and they found that there was nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong um but then there was this two, two little girls that were living in the same compound right but not next door or anything we were like direct neighbors but they were living there and my mom was kind of like, you know, this was a point of discussion, you know, Tonga's gone mad. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I hadn't gone mad. But then these two little girls are like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we know exactly what happened. 
you know, Tawonga was put in a aeroplane, so-and-so's aeroplane, and that plane was leaking, and that's why she thought it was raining on her. Now, I know a lot of people don't believe in witchcraft, and a lot of people don't believe in the supernatural, right? Or a lot of people do believe in the supernatural, but they undermine witchcraft, and they undermine African witchcraft because they've never experienced it, and it's hard to believe, but they would happily, you know, bounce along to a medium and go and co get connected to their dead grandma. <laughs> the dead grandmother, you know, but they like to dispute things like this. Um, but yeah, so this happened. This was a real experience to me. And it was a real experience that I felt like it was real. You know, my mom can vouch for me. My, my sister, uh, well, my siblings can vouch for me because they also had an experience. But yeah, you know, where plants were just scorched, burnt. Green plants today they're green. Tomorrow bent little like rag dolls, like witchcraft rag dolls right next to it. That's how you know that a witch or you know this supernatural stuff has happened in your home or near you, fam. There we go. When I was a little bit older, now this is in the UK. Um, I had tonsillitis. I was so poorly. I had take. I had stayed out of school. I think it was like going to a week. But then I had. I started to feel better. I started to feel so much better. And this is a time when um, we had our cousin who was living with us. And so my cousin and my sister were sharing a double bed, and I used to sleep on a single bed. We just share bedrooms. And then on this night, I was feeling a little bit better that me and my sister were chatting. My cousin wasn't due to come home earlier. So she was coming home um, later in the night. I think it was like after 10. So I decided that I'm going to sleep with my sister that night in her, in her bed. And my cousin would sleep in my bed because sometimes, you know, play musical beds. Um, so I'm in my sister's bed now with my sister. We're chatting, we're chatting and we fell asleep. Bearing in mind, I was getting better. You get me. Um, and then I kind of woke up in the night because I needed to go to the toilet. And while I'm walking to the toilet and while I'm in the toilet, the, the, the sudden rush of I'm not real. I'm not real rushes over me. The same thought I was having on Thursday night, the same, the same mind, the same way I felt on this night is exactly how I felt on Thursday night. I'm not real. I don't feel real. Nothing feels real. I'm not real. And I remember flushing the toilet and thinking I could probably flush myself down that toilet. But the thing is, those aren't my thoughts in a day-to-day -day world. I don't think this. I wasn't in the right mind. You get me? <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> anyway. So then on this night, you know, I do everything I would. I wash my hands and then I started walking downstairs. Something, something was just leading me downstairs. It wasn't me. And I remember there was a mirror on the landing and I made eye contact and I saw my reflection, but it wasn't me. I don't, again, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how else to describe it. My little brother was sleeping downstairs um, then I kind of like got downstairs. I, I'm quite hazy on what happened first, but I think he had, I had disturbed him and he had woken up because I was, I think I was just kind of like 
looking at him and didn't say anything. And he was like, Tonga, you okay? And I climbed on the sofa, on the arm of the sofa. And then I lunged on him. I basically pounced on him. And then I started like trying to choke him out. And he was like, Tonga screaming, are you okay? Are you okay? And I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. I would say I was literally trying to kill my brother. You get me? But that wasn't me. Um, the way my sister describes what happens next, I don't remember it because apparently I wasn't speaking English. I was speaking my language. I was speaking Tumbuka. Now, I am not the best at speaking it fluently. I'm not the best at speaking either language fluently because, you know, when we came to the UK, my parents were like, no, no more, none of this. None of this. You're going to learn English fluently. All right. So I think over the years, it's like started to be forgotten a little bit. So my sister says, because my sister came downstairs, it was a, it was a whole scene. My mom came downstairs, my dad, my sister, they all came because Sifu was screaming and I was screaming back at him, but trying to choke him out, trying to strangle him. You get me? But he's saying things. Tawonga, are you okay? And apparently I was just responding in my language. And um, then my mom was like, are you okay? It's okay. Like, and then honestly, I don't remember anything. I don't know. Everything that I am saying is just coming in and out of what I could remember, what, could, what, what I basically recall a little bit. But then the next thing that I remember fully is everybody's gone back upstairs. My little brother has gone to sleep upstairs. Um, and then it's just me and my mom downstairs. And then she's like, let's go upstairs so you can go back to sleep. And I am shooketh. I am so shook. I am so extremely shook that I absolutely refused to go back upstairs. I couldn't look in the mirror. I was so scared of mirrors. I couldn't go upstairs. I couldn't go to the toilet by myself. I couldn't go to the, to, to the kitchen by myself. My mom needed to come with me everywhere I went. I had to go everywhere that my mom went because I didn't want to be left alone. Now, the reason why I'm telling you this is to, to just let you know that it may sound crazy that somebody may have experienced something like this. But basically, what I experienced on Thursday shook me up so much that I have been praying to be like, what does this mean, God? What does this mean, God? Because I am shook. Dalu has had to stay on the phone with, and he's in London at the moment, right? So, But he's had to stay on the phone on FaceTime with me every single night since until I fall asleep. <laughs> Sounds mad, but it's the truth. This is real life. What's been happening ever since Thursday? Because I've been so shaken up within my spirit that I've been wondering, what does this mean? Why am I condemned? Is that what it's trying to say? But then, you know, I told my mom, I told my mom this on a Sunday, and she was like, yo. You know, sometimes when you kind of like make your decision and give your life to Christ and stuff, you may, it's all spiritual warfare at the end of the day. And I've already said this. And the Bible says, you know, let me just read it to you. Let me just read it to you. 
In Ephesians 6 verse 12 says, we do, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. My friends, it's time we realize that we are living, we are living in a war zone and it's a supernatural war, okay? It's a supernatural war. Therefore, the devil can attack you in any way, any way, and you won't know what's hitting you. You will feel strange and it will feel very, very strange. Okay. Now they're saying that. Let me read you another, um, another verse. Okay. From Romans 13 again, because this is where I was on Thursday. Because the fact that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, everything that happens among humans where you're thinking, is that even normal? That's, that's especially when it's really negative where you think that's just wicked, that's just evil. Think about it. Think about it. Something is influencing that individual to do those things. It's evil. Okay? Listen, what I'm trying to say to you is, from everything that I experienced and, you know, my mom speaking to me on the phone and kind of like encouraging me, it's made me realize that the battle is only getting more and more fierce. It's getting more and more fierce. And I do not believe that I am condemned. Okay. <laughs> the fact that I'm still able to speak, to get this message out, I'm still able to call upon the name of God. I'm still able to repent. I'm still able to, to, to give my, my life to God. I'm still able to read the Bible. Let's me know that we're not there yet. Right. But what it has done is waking me up. It has waken me up to love my neighbor, to not judge my neighbor. You understand me? Of course, there are, there are moments where you can correct somebody if they're doing something wrong. But at the end of the day, that's all you can do is teach people the right ways. But there are some things that are so trivial for us to even be having a conversation on. If it's a question between good and evil then yes. But if it's a question of preference, opinion, etc., then who am I to be arguing with people? And who am I not to love my neighbor? You understand? I don't know if you remember when I said that, you know, recounting all my stories and talking about my friendships and what went wrong and da, da, da. It wasn't feeling good and it wasn't feeling right within my spirit. It's because, yo, I realized that, brother, like, Tawonga, you must have been doing stuff. And I think I've already said this. It's a huge mistake to think that we are innocent parties in situations, in life, against other people. We have probably all offended somebody at some point. You get me? So it wasn't feeling good within my spirit. Again, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So I think my experience on Thursday was to wake me up because we have been we do live in a loop we do live in a continuation of a loop but at some point the loop will break because Jesus is coming again soon 
And judgment will be on all people. Those who believe they've got the truth and they're righteous and they feel like king, the kingdom of God is theirs. Check yourselves. Check yourselves. Really go in, inward and really think. Am I showing love? Am I showing love? Because you can keep all the commandments you want to keep, but you can hate your neighbor. That's not love. Are you putting on Christ every single day? Are you putting on Christ every single day? You know, Romans 12 verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is in your reasonable service Two. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay. Now, Romans 12 verse 21. No, I'll read Romans 12 verse 20. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I'll let you ponder on, upon those words. I'll let you ponder upon those words. But all I can say about my experiences in my life is, you know, sometimes I feel like, is there a mark on me? You know, but... We hear so many stories about people who are like, oh, I'm sensitive to spirits. I'm sensitive to this. I'm sensitive to that. I've wondered about myself in recent months as to why I've had these experiences in my life. These real, extremely real, supernatural experiences. Is my mind vulnerable to such? Am I a perfect vessel? <laughs> Am I a perfect host? You understand what I'm saying? But what the point I'm trying to drill in is, whilst I was there and I was being condemned and I was being judged and I felt so helpless and hopeless, I started to proclaim the name of Jesus. I started to say, I believe in Jesus. And I started to say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is King. And I was repeating that constantly and constantly and constantly. Okay. That's all I know is that's what I was doing. And the rest... I, I do not know what was actually happening and what was taking place, but I know that it was such an uncomfortable experience. At some point in that experience, I said, this is death. This is hell. This is what hell is. No one. This, I, I, I don't know what judgment day. First of all, right, let me just clarify. There is no such thing as judgment day necessarily. We are currently all being investigated and being judged. How do I know this? Well, I know this because, right, in the book of Revelation, in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 11, it says, He who is, un who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. 
He who is holy, let him be holy still. There is coming a time when the ark will be shut. There is coming a time where no one will be able to get in and no one will be able to get out. You understand me? Probation will be closed. Judgment will be done. There will be no more repenting and no more deflecting from your God. All will be sealed in their respective camps. You have the seal of God and you have the mark of the beast, which is also a seal in its own right for the wicked. This is a spiritual warfare. This is a spiritual warfare. Okay? Don't just identify humans doing human things, but identify whatever is beyond that. It's good versus evil. Now, from what I experienced, it was it's gonna it's it felt so uncomfortable to be shown everywhere where you went wrong because I'm sure there are gonna be some people who will not be part of the number of righteousness who absolutely have something to say to God. You know what I'm saying? Even those who are the wickedest of the wicked will say, in fact, I deserve to be up there. And God will reveal to them everything, all their deeds, everything that they did. And they'll have nowhere to hide. They'll just have to really settle their minds. But the thing is, we know what follows after judgment is punishment. And that's why my heart was racing. That's why I was scared because I knew what was going to come next. I thought to myself, well, if I'm condemned, if I'm condemned, I know what's coming. And I did not want to be condemned. At some point I said, you know what? If this is my grave, let me settle in it. But I was scared because I knew once I closed my eyes, I would never wake up again. That was it. That's hell. That's eternal death. That's hell. I was so afraid, guys. I was so afraid to the point where I'm still asking God, what is going on? What were you trying to tell me? What are you trying to communicate to me? But all I can think of currently, the only answer that I've gotten is it's a warning. It's a warning. Don't chase the desires of this world thinking that, ah, it's giving me satisfaction, it gives me pleasure and therefore I'm going to do it because probation will surely close on all of us. Probation could close tomorrow whereby you die and the next conscious thought that any of us are going to have if we were to die tomorrow, the next conscious thought is going to be witnessing Christ coming from the clouds. And the next thing we're going to experience, it's either eternal life or eternal death. It's either a, a reward or condemnation and punishment and eternal death. It was uncomfortable. I was scared. I was afraid. You know, there's been moments where I've been afraid in my, in my life, but I've never been afraid more than Thursday last week. Okay? So I leave you with this message just to let you guys know a little bit of a testimony, a little bit of story time, I suppose, of what's happened to me and a little bit of a, a background of like me and my life. But, but I thought I should end it on a positive note. And I don't know what this story means. To this day, I'm like, what did this guy mean? 
there was a guy one time who came um over to our house when um me and my family used to live in Yardley and it was a Sabbath and this guy is my parents' friends. And on this Sabbath, we did what we do on Sabbath. We ate, my mom makes really good meals. And then we started just like singing and fellowshipping and like just singing the hymns. And we were just, it was a good Sabbath. And, you know, nighttime comes and the guy is about to leave. Well, I say evening came and the guy is about to leave. And he goes, you know, I've really enjoyed it today. I've had a really good time. Thank you for hosting. But before I leave, you... And it turns over to me, singles me out from all my siblings and my whole family and starts saying, you, you're an eagle. You're an eagle amongst chickens. There is so, you know, and then it starts like dissecting what he means by that. It goes, eagles can fly. Eagles can soar their wings. Da, 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 da. Chickens can't fly. Chickens hover, then they have to land. They constantly have to land. But if you spend too long with chickens, you'll start to believe you're a chicken, but you're an eagle. And I remember going, getting a little bit emotional because at that time I was dating Mormon Jr. And I thought, are you trying to tell me to break up with him? Because I love him. I love him. <laughs> I had no idea what he was trying to say. And I remember getting slightly emotional and looking at him and chuckling and going, who are you? Who sent you? Something along those lines. Then he goes, I'm being serious. He has this serious tone. He goes like, you're laughing, but I'm being serious. You're an eagle. Um, so I don't know what this means. I don't know what, why the things that happened to me when I was younger happened to me. And I don't know why this guy was saying this to me randomly out of the blue when my siblings were all there. Why me? And I don't know why I had this experience on Thursday in such a way. You get me? All I know is I have felt compelled to share this, to share these experiences. I felt compelled to share my experience and I felt compelled to share the Bible text that I've shared with you guys. Okay? I hope, I hope this message reaches somebody. I hope this message jolts somebody awake because it's high time we wake up, okay? Because salvation is nearer than we first believed. You understand me? I don't know if you are understanding me, but if I could just tell you what it's saying, it's saying yes, okay? We've been hearing about the second coming of Christ since we were born born in fact we have started to slumber actually right we have started to slumber because it is oh mate i'm 30 you know i've been hearing about the second coming of christ since i was born literally because i was born in the church i'm i'm 30 now and christ still hasn't come i remember when we're moving from the 90s and the 2000s it was a new millennium and i remember everybody going it's the new millennium Christ is going to come in the new millennium. And I was thinking, surely it's imminent. Surely it's imminent. But what I've come to realize and understand is the imminence of Christ's coming is sooner than you first believed for sure. 
Because like I said, you could die tomorrow and the next conscious thought you have is Christ coming in the clouds. Wow. Wow. Let me leave it there, friends. Um, I hope this really has reached somebody. But let me leave you with something. Okay? Let me leave you with this. Okay? Cling to what is good. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.